Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome or welcome back to my podcast. Here's another episode of the Self Love First podcast. I am so excited to be talking with you guys today. We are finally getting into routine and I love it. I love spreading the positivity and good vibes and I love the little community we're creating. I do want to preface this episode by saying we are going to be talking about eating disorders. So if that is a trigger warning to you, please feel free to skip the episode. I will not be offended. We are going to be talking about kind of what I think caused my eating disorder, how I recovered, what the experience was like, all those types of things, because I feel like it has been super stigmatized and just kind of people don't like talking about it, so I want to talk about it. But before we do that, I want to get into life updates and my favorite of the week. Last time we talked, I was getting ready to go to Anna Maria for Kara's birthday, and we literally had the best weekend ever. Like, I had so much fun. It was me, Kara, the boys, and then Heather and Jules, and we just had the best time. We got so lucky with weather. One night, Jules, Heather, and the boys stayed up all night. I don't know how it happened, but I woke up to go to Sunrise, and when I woke up, they were still playing music, and they were like, come on, we're waiting to go to Sunrise with you. And I was like, are you guys crazy? Like, actually, why are you still up at 7 o'clock in the morning? Anyways, they ended up going to Sunrise with me and then going to sleep. And like sleeping for the day and then they woke up around like two o'clock and we had a little pool day went out to dinner and yeah it was super fun i love anna maria i love the west coast the sunsets are just unmatched the vibes are just so good i don't know the water over there is so much more calm i just i love the west coast i want to go back to saint pete like so bad and i definitely will be going soon because i need to I got a lot of content. I didn't really like focus on content that much because obviously it was Kara's birthday weekend and I wanted to spend time with her, but I still did a little bit. And then we came home. I've had a chill few days, except yesterday, Jenna flew in to surprise Haley for her senior night and I literally picked her up from the airport at 11 o'clock or one (laughs) o'clock, sorry, one o'clock. And right from there, we went to surprise my grandma. Then I came home, showered, got ready, went to Haley's senior night. Haley literally was bawling her eyes out. She was so excited. And then Jenna left this morning, literally at, I think they got to the airport at 3.30 a.m. So she was here for less than 24 hours, but it was so good to see her. And she just seems so happy and like she loves college. So I love that for her, even though I miss her. But yeah, it's also so crazy that my sister's a senior. Like I graduated high school five years ago. I just, that doesn't process in my head. I feel like I just graduated. And then tonight I'm hosting a pumpkin painting event on the beach. Not a lot of people are going, which I was kind of upset about, but then I was like, don't worry. It doesn't matter the amount of people that are coming. It's just like the vibe of the atmosphere and just like you bringing people together. is just, it's so important to me. So I don't care if it's four people, it's still people coming together. And I think it's gonna be really cute. I just got a bunch of pumpkin snacks and pumpkins to paint. And yeah, I'm super excited. Let's move on to my favorite of the week. This is a very broad favorite of the week, but my favorite of the week is sunrises and sunsets. I don't know, over summer, the sky just doesn't light up in the same way that it does when it's a little bit colder. And it's not cold, but it's definitely starting to cool down a little bit here. So the sunsets and sunrises have just been so beautiful. Like the pinks and oranges in the sky, it's just it's amazing and I really need to fix my sleeping schedule. I've been sleeping in so much but this morning I was gonna go to sunrise and yesterday morning and the morning before that but you know what it's fine. (laughs) I will go eventually 
but Caroline posted that she went this morning and the sky was so beautiful so I'm gonna let it motivate me to go tomorrow and for the rest of the week because I want to start waking up early again and I feel like that's a good motivation so yeah that is my favorite of the week <laughs> now let's go ahead and get into the thick of the episode again if this is a trigger warning please feel free to turn it off I'm not gonna be offended and I really don't want to trigger anyone but we're gonna get started so if you don't know, I went to the University of Florida my freshman year of college and this is kind of where I really fell into my eating disorder. I went through rush like sorority recruitment and I got jobs from every sorority and so my self-confidence was down like insane levels. I honestly don't think that's where all of my eating disorder like mindset stemmed from because looking back on it, I did all-star cheer and that was so toxic and triggering. I used to get weighed when I was a flyer because if I gained weight or I think it was you were over 100 pounds or something, you couldn't be a flyer. I don't remember what the number was, but we would get weighed at like the beginning of the season to determine if we'd be a flyer or not. And I was little growing up, like I've always been tinier. And so once I started going through puberty and I got bigger, it was like such like a pit in my stomach that I wasn't going to be a flyer anymore. And I really started growing a lot of muscle and I don't know, I was going through puberty. Obviously my body's changing, but along with me not being small enough to be a flyer anymore, I was the biggest out of my friend group too. So I just had both of these like negative thoughts on me being bigger because I didn't want to be the biggest one in my friend group. I was the one that no one wanted to date. I never had a boyfriend before Jake. I didn't have any guys interested in me. And then with cheer, I wasn't a flyer anymore and that was super hard on me, but Overall, fly or not, we always wanted to be super skinny because you're in a little like crop top and tiny skirt if you've ever seen all-star cheerleaders. They're in the tiniest outfits possible. I wanted to be skinny on stage. Like all the lights are on you and I wanted to look my best. So I would go on these diets like the week of a competition where I would just eat like fruits and vegetables because I wanted to be skinny. It was not healthy and I would be a mess so tired the whole week. Like I even tried a few juice cleanses and I knew it wasn't good for my body because of how tired I felt. And like normally the week of a competition, we called it hell week because you have practice every single day for multiple hours. You're going full out over and over again. You're tearing your body down. And on top of that, I wasn't eating enough. So those weeks were just terrible. I would sleep the whole time. And then when it comes to like high school and like my friends in high school, I wanted to be skinny and tiny like them because I thought that would get like guys to like me or like more attention on me and I thought I could be like pretty like them because I didn't think I ever was. Right before prom I went on another diet because I wanted to be super skinny and like look good in my dress and I started going to the gym every single day and I wasn't doing any of this to like make me feel good and healthy. I was doing it to be skinny which like now I work out yes but I don't work out to be skinny. If I don't want to go to the gym, I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm not going to just do cardio because I know it'll make me lose weight. I'm going to do yoga because it makes my body feel good. I'm going to do Pilates because I feel strong after. I've kind of shifted my mindset when it comes to working out. But in high school, I really did not have a positive mindset with any of this. And I just thought it was so normal because all my other friends were doing it too. So then fast forward to college, I'm like, oh, I have all this time on my hands because I was doing um, innovation. So my classes were online. And I hate myself and I know an easy fix to like myself. So with all this time I have on my hands, why don't I just start working out twice a day? So I started working out 
a lot and I started eating less and less and less. I was tracking my food. I was weighing myself multiple times a day. I loved seeing that number go down. I think because I was so miserable in college, this was sort of a way for me to like take control of my emotions. Like the skinnier I was, the happier I could be is what I would tell myself. It took me a really long time to realize that it doesn't matter how skinny I get. I was not getting any happier. I was getting more depressed, more anxious. My thoughts were just spiraling out of control. And I thought that being skinnier would give me some sort of control on my life. And it just did the complete opposite. The problem with eating disorders is that they are very like self-protective in a way. Like for me, I didn't want to feel super sad and depressed like I was. So I was trying to hide it by controlling my emotions with food and like not eating because I was like, I can't be sad if I'm skinny. It just can't happen. Obviously, I later figured out that I can be sad if I was skinny and I would actually be more sad than I was than if I was eating healthy and like fueling my body. But I really was never going to figure that out in the environment that my eating disorder stemmed from. When I was at UF, my eating disorder just kept getting worse and worse and I was losing control faster than I could even realize. I think like it started in around like November and by February I was severely underweight like needing to be hospitalized and I had lost 20 pounds in over three months which is so insane to even think about that I even had that on my body to lose. I didn't. That's the point. I was so sick like my mom either was going to make me come home or put me in a hospital. Luckily, it was around the time of COVID. So my teachers were kind of more lenient on letting me come home. I moved home, finally started like having more of like a sense and of like control in my life. From there, I was able to finally start the healing process. Actually, pause. I don't even think I've told you guys what eating disorder I really struggled with. Obviously, there's a lot There's eight different eating disorders, but the one in specific that I'm talking about is anorexia, which is basically like the need to constantly be restricting and losing weight. It has nothing to do with being underweight. You could be anorexic and actually be overweight. It's more just a mindset of like restriction. Yeah, so that is mostly what I struggled with. I don't have much experience with the other eating disorders, which I'm super thankful for, but Again, in the near future, I definitely want to have other people on that have struggled with other eating disorders. As I was saying, it wasn't till I moved home that I was really able to grasp that I was dealing with something so serious. And I know my mom would tell like tell me that I was struggling and my grandma was worried about me. At first, I wanted to hear that I looked sick because it was like, yes, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm losing weight. I'm tiny. They realize they know I'm tiny. It was almost like I wanted the attention. But then it got to a point where I realized that all I ever wanted was to move back home. I hated UF. But when I moved back home and I was still struggling with food and it was like my whole identity, I still wasn't happy. So I started my healing journey. This healing journey was not easy. I still struggle to this day three years later because obviously it's a mental illness. Our brains are super powerful, so... It's easy to just like fall back into that negative mindset. So I want to talk about some of the things that I did to recover and some of the things I still do to this day to ensure that I don't fall back into my eating disorder. The day that I realized that I wanted to recover, there are three things I did. 
The first one, I threw out my scale. There was a scale in my mom's bathroom, and I would step on it every single day. Obviously, I had one in Gainesville, too, but when I moved out, I didn't have that anymore. So, I got rid of my mom's scale because I would walk into her bathroom and immediately step on it. It was just, like, such a trigger for me. The second thing I did was delete the food tracking apps, and I know that you have them. Don't think that it's normal and healthy to have that on your phone. Delete it. You don't need to know how many calories you're eating. Your body knows how much you need, and you tracking it is not going to help you get there. And then the third thing I did was see a therapist. I know this might not be super accessible for everyone, but even if you're not going to see a therapist, I would recommend talking to someone about your feelings because for me at least, my eating disorder never had anything to do with food. And like, yes, I wanted to be smaller and my body did play some part in it, but the underlying cause was that I felt so out of control and miserable in life that I was grasping onto that. So I wasn't going to be able to recover from my eating disorder until I figured out what the root cause of it was. I really just had to realize that no matter how tiny I got, I was never going to be happier. I was not going to be happy until I let go of the control and stopped letting food control my whole life. So I started going to therapy and in going to therapy, I also started antidepressants because a huge part of my anorexia was that I was depressed and I needed to figure that part out. So antidepressants were a really good way for me to kind of speed up the healing process. I also stopped exercising completely for a while. I was exercising two to three times a day when I was in Gainesville and when I moved home I decided that I needed to stop exercising so that I can fall back in love with the idea of movement instead of just working out to lose weight. For a while, I didn't exercise at all, and then when I finally started getting back into exercise because I knew it was good for my mental health, I fell in love with yoga. Yoga is not for everyone, but for me, it really changed my life because it was a way for me to separate my mind and my body in a way. So I was doing yoga because it was good for my mental health, and I wasn't doing it because it was making me skinny. For me, it was like a mindful, like moving meditation which I absolutely loved. I actually got certified during this time. I don't practice yoga as much today, but I still, it has such a huge like piece of my heart because I genuinely don't think I would be who I am today without yoga. But my point is, you have to find a workout that you love because it makes you feel good, not because it helps you lose weight or whatever the situation is, because movement should be medicine, not a way to lose weight or get skinny, or be quote-unquote healthy. Even now to this day, I feel like I am recovered from my eating disorder. I have been for around two years, but at the same time, the thoughts still come back. I still struggle with body dysmorphia. I still find myself thinking like, oh, what if I was skinnier? Maybe my life would be better. This is the part where you really have to shift your mindset. I kind of have to force myself to go down memory lane and think about the time where I was the skinniest I've ever been and remind myself that I was also the most miserable I've ever been. I was suicidal. I didn't have any clue what I wanted to do with my life. Now that I'm 20 pounds heavier and eat whatever I want whenever I want, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm helping people with their own mental health struggles. I am making friends. I am bringing communities together and No one cares that I'm 20 pounds heavier. 
aside from like the mental aspects of it, I just remember how sick I felt. I couldn't ever get out of bed because my body was so mentally drained and tired. I had no energy. I was terrified of taking a step into my kitchen because I knew I was starving and I wanted to eat everything in sight but I just couldn't let myself so I really just have to remind myself of those feelings and be like Mackenzie that's not what you want for yourself I know you think that skinnier means happier but it doesn't and it never will how I am right now I'm the healthiest I've ever been maybe I don't work out every day of the week maybe I eat sweets every now and then but I found a balance that works for me and yes, maybe I should work out more than three days a week and I should make that a priority because that's good for my mental health, but I just haven't figured that out yet, but I will. And it doesn't matter that I haven't figured that out yet because I'm happy and I'm healthy. There are some just like non-negotiables that I have now to allow me to continue with this like positive mindset on food. The first one being I will not step on a scale. If I go to the doctors, I turn around and I say, please don't tell me the number. I'm recovering from an eating disorder. Even though the number shouldn't affect me, it still is kind of like a trigger for me. And I would rather just not hear it. I don't have any clue how much I weigh. 20 pounds heavier is just an estimate on how much I've gained. And I don't care, actually. So I do not let myself look at the number on the scale if I do have to weigh myself. But there is no scale in my house. If I try on clothes and something doesn't fit me, I will immediately add it to the donate pile. I don't think twice about it. I don't need to change my size to fit into it because clothes are meant to fit you, not the other way around. Another thing is that if friends are struggling with eating disorders, I will obviously always help them as much as I can. But if it gets to a point where like I'm starting to be triggered by the conversations, I will take a step back. I will not interject myself too far to where I fall back down that rabbit hole because as much as I want to help everyone I can you still have to have personal boundaries and that is one of my biggest personal boundaries the last one everyone that is close to me knows this like do not comment on how much I'm eating because if someone's like oh you're eating that much or blah 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 whatever I my brain won't know how to turn it off and I won't stop thinking about it so What I eat and when I eat is nobody's business except my own. It has worked for me pretty well. I also have a really great support system around me that I didn't have when I was originally struggling with my eating disorder. Obviously, I had my parents and like my family, but the friends I have now, I did not have in the past. And like, this is a mini shout out to Carly. Every time I'm struggling, she's the one person I go to and I'm like, please help get me out of this mindset. And she always will because... She loves me wholeheartedly for who I am and my body doesn't matter. This goes for all my friends. Carly's just the one person that I always go to. But all of my friends love me who I, for who I am. My body doesn't matter to them. Especially my boyfriend. He's been my rock since day one. But I don't know. It's always been harder for me to talk to him about it than my friends. Not because of him. Just because of me. Because I feel like stemming from high school when I thought that the reason I couldn't get a guy to like me is because I wasn't skinny. I feel like I still kind of have that and he always tells me like eat whatever you want let's go get ice cream who cares what you look like but in the back of my head I still have that like thought that that's why other people didn't like me and I don't care about other people liking me the only person I care about is my boyfriend but I don't know it just stemmed from them then so I feel like it's super hard for me to like separate that from him so Find good friends that actually care for you and love you, not friends that are going to egg on your eating disorder because we don't need that. We only need friends that love us for exactly who we are. 
I feel like I've been talking for a really long time though, so I'm gonna go ahead and end off this podcast because I don't want it to be too long. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to follow Self Love First Pod on Instagram. I will see you next week. Love you guys. Bye.